0: Yo, 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 Thought Warriors. What is up? Higher Learning is on. It is I, Van Lathan, and a mad-ass Rachel Lindsay. I already know she's mad.
1: <laughs> no, I'm you not
0: don't. I'm not even doing it. I'm not, I, I, it. I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm not even playing around. Get it off your chest now. I can't. Don't hold. Rachel, you I can't. hold it in. Rachel, you hold it in. Why do you hold it in, Rachel? I don't hold it in. I she's don't not hold mad at me, in. by the way, guys.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. my gosh. No, not a van not at all. Let's just say I was mad last night. I was mad today. And things went the way that they
0: should go. Today. Nice. And that's, that's just... That's as much as you will say. Situation you, you, was
1: wrecked, was fixed. You told was, me. What did you say? What did you tell me? Go ham. I said, ham. They, <laughs> go, I said ham. go ham. I said go ham. They playing into in your
0: face. I said, I said, I said nah, nigga. We and I can't.
1: took that per. And I took that personal.
0: And I and I took that personal. It's like Rachel hits, Rachel conferred with me and Donnie. Donnie, we are we are some black ass niggas on our like we some black people with a podcast is what we are. Rachel hit us up. She was mad.
1: No, you can't say. Can't say why. You can't say why. I'm
0: not gonna say why. I okay. Know, <laughs> no, 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 I know. Oh, I know how that. I know how that. Because
1: sometimes you need to check your temper. Right. <sighs> right. I can right. go from zero to a hundred. Like, there's a fire in me that I have yeah. worked years to suppress, but I'm not always great at it. Okay. Yeah. The
0: cars. Rarely. Rarely. Yeah, Say really, it. you're great. Say don't it. don't don't open but your car. mouth like that. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> Let's do our dragon <laughs> face. Actually, that's we good. Got- Donnie, jump on. <laughs> Donnie, jump on. <laughs> we gotta do it. All right. Three, two, one, Jacars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, that was me did, last kid. night. That
3: was right.
1: me last night. <clears throat> so you gotta you gotta check yourself. Am I overreacting? Am I reaching? So I hit up black higher learning. Sounding board, yeah, and and it didn't help when your counterpart says, "Go ham." Okay, that's like nah.
0: I said go. I said said, said, no. I was like nah, fuck that shit. Like go ham. And by the way, guys, don't even ask. We're never telling. It's like we're so. so,
1: It's a. It is a lesson of standing up for yourself. Like when you feel like, and I'm always hesitant because of history.
0: Yeah, Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah.
1: I was able to have a nice conversation that I feel like I was heard. It was respected. And, you know, I think we came to the middle ground and it ended fine, but it was, it was a lesson. You know, I was not, I did not react immediately. I took it in and I, you know, was a different person in the morning.
0: I have a new journey in life.
1: Oh, oh. we already put mountain lion to the side.
0: No, no mountain lion is not a journey. You, you know what? You want me to put my my line is a calling. Um
1: Dottie.
0: I I am learning to quarterback. Yeah. Shout out to Yale Van Oy QB Academy down there in <laughs> down there in San Antonio, Texas. Everybody, Yale Van Ooy QB Academy, Yale's been helping me. I've been, I hit them up. Um, I'm learning how to quarterback. I'm throwing every day. As I get, as I get in better shape, by the way, I'm taking a supplement that is really helping me. Okay. They don't. With
1: your quarterback skills?
0: No, it's helping me with everything in my life. I don't want to. It's it's a green powder. I'm not going to, I don't want to. It's called Athletic Greens. It's changing my life. I'm not gonna lie. It's not HGH. It's It's When I get on HGH, y'all gonna know. I wanna come in here
4: like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but no. So you know, I'm taking. I'm I'm really I'm really going well. And so I decided that as I do this, I'm gonna learn a new skill because it always helps me to learn something new. You know, and I decided I'm gonna learn how to quarterback. I watch these videos. Of you know, quarterbacks throwing dimes, throwing really pretty balls out of their hands, and dropping the ball over reading coverages, and I've decided that I am going to learn to quarterback, and then you know because I, I play baseball my entire life I can throw the ball, but I want to learn how to throw a pretty ball. I want to learn how to you know wet, transfer my weight right. I'm going to do all of this, so I've, I've you know I'm working with some quarterback gurus to kind of help me out. I've, I've decided I'm going to learn how I throw every day. If you drive by a certain park in Los Angeles, but I, the, it's very sad because I don't have anybody to throw with. So I just got to throw the ball oh and God. then go and then go pick it up <laughs> and then throw it again. Or sometimes I take the soccer nets and I turn them around so that the other part of the net is facing me and I just throw the ball into the net.
1: Wow. That sounds so pitiful. Listen... <laughs> I encourage a new hobby. I encourage, you know, I'm glad you have other interests. It sounds like this is a nice outlet for you. I have one thing to say. What? Should we call it quarterbacking when there aren't 10 men lined up in front of you? Should yes, of we call it can. quarterbacking when you have nobody to quarterback to? Or is it just simply you want to learn how to throw a ball, a football? No,
0: that's wrong. You're wrong. I
1: don't know if we can quite call I kn- it quarterbacking. I know,
0: I know how to throw the ball. I expected your hate. I know how to throw the ball. <laughs> I could like I can I can throw the ball. I want to learn how to throw the ball, right? I want to learn how to throw the ball. Look, all of this, all of this stuff. I did all of this stuff. Oh, I, oh, I oh, mean, you I know in before. No, 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 no. I was playing ball, so I know these coverages. I know these releases. I know these drops. I know my route tree. I know all of that. I know where the ball needs to be, but I just need to know how to deliver it. And I can tell you one thing right now. I hadn't thrown a football in years, in years. But just Yale told me the right ball to go get. All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yale Van QB Academy. Mm. OK. YV QB Academy. I'm shouting them out. There's been no, we have no business. He's not paying me or anything like that. He just took the time to make a chubby man's life a little easier. Aww. I got some warm up stuff. I've been throwing the ball. I, I, he told me the right football to get. You know what I mean. So I, I'm quarterbacking now.
1: You know. Oh. what kind? What kind of hands does the soccer net have? What
0: do you mean? What kind of the soccer net? <laughs> shut up, Rachel. You know. <laughs> everything I want to do. You don't believe in Van Lathan, animal agent. I,
1: I, oh, everything I, I want to do.
0: That I don't. Everything I want to do. You are going to be shocked when I unveil the amount of people who are reaching out to me. Oh, I'm we not surprised. Have, we have conservation plans for this entire country, and you know it doesn't help. It doesn't help that every night before I go to sleep, I watch fucking Yellowstone, and I see nature. <laughs> like, you know, like so you're Yellowstone is the good. I, I know I haven't started sense. yet. I haven't started yet. Listen. Which one is your friend on Yellowstone again? Hassie. Who does she play? Uh, she's a a roper
1: or uh, a barrel rider. A barrel rider.
0: Wait. Oh yeah, we talked about this. She's the blonde barrel rider. She's the blonde barrel rider. Oh, she's trouble.
4: <laughs> she, she's, uh,
0: oh, oh, she is trouble. She is ruining everything in the bunkhouse. She is, she is literally ruined because I don't want to spoil it, but she was with one guy in the bunkhouse, then she got with another guy in the bunkhouse, and it's she is ruining the, the bunkhouse. Uh, the bunkhouse is where the cowboys sleep. oh. Yeah, so it's like the so. The cowboys live on the Yellowstone and they have the bunkhouse where it's like a, there's like, there's bunks. It's like bunk beds, the two. And that's where the cowboys sleep. They sleep in the bunkhouse of so the Yellowstone. You know, the rest of the people in the Yellowstone have different houses, but the cowboys sleep in the bunkhouse. She's ruining the bunkhouse. Ruining it.
1: Just, okay.
0: Tell her. Tell her <laughs> I say she's ruining the bunkhouse.
4: It's anyway, you were going to um, say
1: I don't know. I don't even remember what I was going to say, but I do support you on your listen. I, I'll come catch the football if you need somebody to 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 throw the football to. I'll come catch it. Really? I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: you're gonna have to if you if you come out there, we're gonna make you run some routes. That's fine. Square in. No, you're a good athlete. It's in your family. That's fine. No, I'm. I'm really rusty, but. Oh really?
1: I would. I would come out there.
0: It's so funny watching Kalika try to catch the football.
1: She's oh, so, so un- she so she tried. <laughs> no, no, no,
0: no. She's she's never tried to come out there with me to throw the football. But sometimes just in the house, I'll toss her something. And she is so like, it's so funny that when you grow up your entire life catching things,
3: yeah. catching
0: a basketball, like the ball comes, you just you you look at you look at it and you catch it. Mm-hmm. But like. Harvey used to do this thing in TMZ and Kalika kind of does the same thing, except she's such a great athlete and she really is. That it took her a very long time, a very short time to catch on. Like you throw something to somebody and then they're so unsure of themselves that they put their arms out (laughs) and they track it in like this. They're like, oh my God. I'm like, yo, just when it gets there, just catch it when it comes to you. Like relax. (laughs) So every once in a while, I'll toss her her keys and she'll be like,
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. What else you, so right, what else what you got going got, on? What, what, no, Man, no, going on? I'm ready for nothing. the weekend. I'm ready Tell for me. the weekend. Why? What are you doing this week?
1: Do I have plans? No. I don't have any plans. That's why I'm so ready for the weekend. I've been
0: nonstop. Um, uh, you've been nonstop going. Like are, we're Rachel, we're so overworked. Yeah. Man, we're so overworked, man. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, Texas got a tough one this week.
1: We're Oklahoma State at Oklahoma State. It's homecoming. You know and what? Said, if still, if Stillwater was easier to get to, I would go. Oh, yeah. It's a hard place to get to. I know. I used to stay somebody up there.
0: It's a hard spot to get to. So what? What do you have to do? You have to fly into Stillwater, then you have to take. No, like, you fly in
1: You fly in a fly Tulsa, and what? you'd probably drive. You drive in. I used to make the drive from Austin. But you wouldn't. Which is like eight hours.
0: God damn. For some dick? <gasps> eight hours? Rachel, Jesus Christ. I didn't do it often. Like, my God. We made it a road trip.
1: We went with a group of friends. And so we'd go. We'd have a good that's- time. We'd stop in Dallas. That's the halfway point, And we'd keep it moving. Uh,
0: Jesus Christ. You have changed a lot. <laughs> like, you have changed coming
1: in hot <laughs> <laughs>
0: alright discussing stuff for the big deal of the
4: day Rachel's going to give it to you on the other side of this break this episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube cars can be a big investment so it's important to take care of them I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on I got it to over 200,000 miles And your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So, when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com.
1: Ah, Florida. We're back in Florida. Voter fraud arrests in Florida. Some of you guys may have seen this, some of you may have read about it, but police cameras show confusion and anger over DeSantez's voter fraud arrest. So these videos are these body-worn camera footages that have been recorded by the local police, and they're capturing confusion and outrage of Hillsborough County residents who have found themselves in handcuffs for casting a ballot following investigations by Governor Ron DeSantez's new Office of Election Crimes and Security. Donnie, you've got the audio.
2: This is sad. Go ahead and play it. So... Apparently, uh, apparently, I, I, guess you have a warrant. For so what? I'm not it's sure. For voter stuff, man. For voters, it's, it's uh, what it is. It. I think the agents with FDLE talked to you last week about some voter fraud, voter stuff. You when you weren't supposed to be voting, maybe. I didn't. So. What are they talking that, about? That's man, what you're... They, we're not the uh, case agents, but what you gotta do, they, they have reduced your bond quite a bit. It, it's two felony charges for voter fraud, but they've what? reduced it to $500 bonds. So it's $1,000 total. Oh my God, man. What so, Yes, sir. So unfortunately, right now, we're gonna have to take you to jail, but you're getting, you are you got a bond right away. You don't have to go to first appearance, nothing like that. So, a bond? I didn't do it okay. no, man. We have a warrant for your arrest. Oh, what? Voter fraud. Good, how are you, sir? Uh, right? Oh my God. Hold on. Wait, wait. Let me tell my husband. We, we, no, we're we telling. He's right we're here. He's right here. So if you could put your hands on your back, please. Oh my God. Do so not move. Ultimately, ma'am, you have a warrant. Okay. The warrant. No, so on. Hold on. Listen. I know you're. You caught off guard. I understand. Right. So you have a warrant. It's for voter fraud. Okay. Hear me out. It's an ROR. You know what an ROR
3: is? Oh, my God.
2: You go in, you get booked, and then they're going to release you from booking.
0: So, um, these people are accused of violating a state law that doesn't allow people convicted of murder or felony Mm -hmm. sex offenses to automatically be able to vote after they complete their sentence. Now, there was a 2018 state constitutional amendment that restored the right to vote to many felons, uh, but it excluded this group as the videos further support the amendment and subsequent actions by state lawmakers caused a lot of confusion. There were certain people who went to go register the vote uh, mm-hmm. that didn't know or thought that they couldn't register the vote, but then were told that they could register the vote. It seems like no one really knew uh, exactly who this affected, or there were some people that slipped through the cracks. There, there were a lot of people who passed eligibility checks, but it turns out weren't eligible. So what DeSantis is essentially doing is making a big political show out of ruining people's lives right. that uh, are uh, breaking the law mostly on accident. And I know that sounds really elementary, but it's just a fact. There was a specific case by one man, Nathan Hart, all right, who said that he was encouraged to vote when he was at, quote-unquote, the driver's license place. Mm. Records show that this happened in March 2020. He said that he told them, I'm a convicted felon. I'm pretty sure I can't vote, but they encouraged him to register anyway and he registered and he was then arrested under DeSantis cracking down.
1: mm um. My question is, I looked up this law. I was trying to because what I was trying to understand is if there had to be intent by the person who was allegedly committing voter fraud. It's not written that way. So it doesn't seem that that's a thing There doesn't have to be. You don't have to prove intent. But my thing is. Clearly, the people who have been arrested and the the few we have heard from are totally confused. And when you talk to more people who have are situated closely, like somewhat familiar with this law, there seems to be a statewide confusion over how. This when it when the law changed in 2018, how it should have been implemented and nobody corrected it. And now it seems like this is the first time or this time period is the first time that we're dealing with it as Ron DeSantis is trying to put on a show before the midterms. My question is. If the application, your voter registration application has to be approved by the secretary of state, which they obviously approved to allow these people to the ability to vote in 2020 shouldn't they be an accessory to all this should they be like shouldn't they be like they allowed it to happen they approved these uh, applications i'm sure that's not something that's on the books but i think there's an argument to be made that these people didn't they didn't register themselves to vote they either it would happen to them at the dmv somebody i read one story where they were approached by someone at the bus stop and then there's also records of people getting misinformation in the mail about that they're able to vote. It sounds like these people were targeted by some kind of pack or something organization to get these people to vote to then eventually be told that they had to be arrested and they broke the law. Um, yeah, I feel like that there are more people that have to be responsible for this. Or as this one county, I read one prosecutor in a specific county says he's refusing to prosecute, because there is so much confusion. How can I prosecute when, when people don't even understand what it is? Even if a policeman in that first clip sounds exhausted.
0: Yeah. Um, so the 2018 constitutional amendment was uh, very controversial. I remember when that was happening. Mm-hmm. It was very controversial. And there are people who didn't like it. So there's two things that are going on here. The first one is just that uh, people are being petty. They're taking advantage mm-hmm. of the fact that this is a relatively new thing mm-hmm. um, and that there is some confusion at the state level, which there always is going to be when you're sure. trying to govern to the many millions of people that are in Florida. There are going to be some issues here okay. that are uh, that are going to elude the systems in place to catch them. It's the way that it goes. Okay. Um, the term voter fraud has been hijacked by certain people to mean we didn't win uh, boo-hoo, kachoo, we're going <laughs> to make sure that we show everyone that we're cracking down on something that's not real. Mm-hmm. Right? So anytime you can take the term voter fraud and make it look like you're doing something about it, it makes it look like two things. One, one black people who tend to vote Democrat um, are the ones perpetrating this voter fraud. fraud. Right. It makes it easier to suppress their votes. It makes it easier to uh, make it believable that there was widespread voter fraud in the 2020 elections, which is what this is all a dog whistle to. And when you crack down on these people, uh, it, it it looks like you have a point. See, these are the people that caused Trump the election. These are the people that caused other people in statewide elections all over the place. Um, Once again, America's favorite pastime, blame the niggas. But there is something else here that is interesting to me, and I wonder why more people don't see this. Ron DeSantis is the governor of Florida, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: right? What does it mean to be the governor of a place? What does it mean to be the leader of a place? What it means to me is that what you do is in the best interest for the average citizen of the place that you lead, the place that you're in charge of. So the average citizen, right, wants to be safe, wants to be economically solvent, um, wants to be free. The average citizen wants that. And once you've paid your debt to society and come back out and you're on the other side of that, you are, my friends, the average citizen. So to me, it's incumbent upon a public servant to act in the best interest of the average citizen. What I'd ask people is that whether or not you're on the left or the right, do you think torturing these people for what amounts to a clerical error is doing that? is Ron DeSantis the governor of Florida or is he Florida's overseer? Because those are two completely different things. We're talking about bonds for $500, $1,000. If you're not on the coast, you don't know how fucking much money that is. I'm sure there are people that are listening to this and there are people that are, you know have criticized me in the past about saying you know, this is whatever, talked about whatever, but... That's a lot of money. I get people hit me money. up. I get hit people hit me up from Baton Rouge, asking me, "Yo, Van, can I hold fifty dollars?" Yep, same. Can I hold fifty dollars, five hundred bucks, thousand dollars? For the people that are going there, some of them people are going to be in the jail for a while. Now I don't know who's doing what. In order to bond some of these people out, and I don't know if they if there's a ten percent option there. I'm not sure the way that it works. If the bond is a thousand, if you can bond out for hundred, I don't know what's what's going on. But some of those people, if your bond is five hundred dollars five hundred dollars a thousand but you're gonna be in jail for a while. So my question is, just as a human being, I know that you guys this is not gonna resonate with anyone that's in the dissent on the dissenting train, but just as a human being, do people see precisely what it is? that we're up against. We're not up against politicians. We're up against overseers and masses Mm. who want to punish people to make an example for the rest of the slaves on the plantation. And there's no way that anyone that cared about the people in Florida, that cared about the life of the average Floridian would do something like this just to add stripes to their shoulder. It's Mm -hmm. disgusting.
1: I think the key thing you said is... Motherfucker. I think the key thing you said is about when you talk about people caring, these people who are supporters of Ron DeSantis do not care about these people who are going to jail. Because the people that are going to jail for this, getting arrested, are not just felons... And I'm not saying I agree with this. This is how they're going to look at it. They either were convicted of a murder or a sex crime. The Ron DeSantis people do not look at these people as human beings. Do not think that they're the average citizen. Think that they're helping clean up their state by putting these people back in jail, even if it is for a clerical error. And that's the problem. And this isn't the first time we've seen Ron DeSantis do something for show for the eventual votes that he wants to get for himself at the expense of humanity
0: yeah sure speaking of sex crimes arizona, arizona gop candidate arrested oh for allegedly masturbating in his truck near preschool what the fuck
1: I just, exactly i just can can you i don't think we have audio of the back and forth with this gop candidate and the police officer, but would you like to read, should we, do you wanna be the officer
0: or Kaufman? I I think that I should be Kaufman and you'll be the officer. So Randy Kaufman was arrested on October 4th. He suspended his campaign following media reports of his arrest. He's running for the governing board of the Maricopa County Community College District and was allegedly caught jacking his cock by the county's community college police. The report says the incident began when an officer with the Maricopa County Community College's police department approached Kaufman, parked in his vehicle, and saw the man with his pants down. I'll go with Kaufman.
1: We don't have the audio. We have the transcript. So we're going to do a live reading.
0: I have, yo. Know, I'm really stressed out. I have a lot of things going on.
1: Is this something you normally do? No. Well, I saw you had your phone out while you were doing what you were doing. What's going on with the phone?
0: I was watching porn.
1: Well, what kind of porn were you watching?
0: Uh, interracial. <laughs> Just keep going Rachel.
1: <laughs> <You> gotta <laughs> Okay okay When you look around here what do you see
0: So the child center but I didn't notice it until you came up and I got out of the truck Are you going to put that in your report This is where our transcript ends <laughs> Kaufman said he wanted <laughs> to protect the children from the progressive left in a Facebook post in May jesus christ this could be a felony because of yep. its proximity to the preschool
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. hasn't despite- been charged with
1: one though yet just a uh, public sexual indecency
0: so what's the thing because it's not the first case that i've heard of people jacking off and Kellen winslow did this and he turned it out turned out to be a fucking lunatic he, remember he got
1: yes I remember it. I thought he was so cute
0: nigga that's what you come up with like, <laughs> like what the what the <laughs> Wait, let me clarify. Let me- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what the fuck?
1: You go. You <laughs> looked at me. No, no. You looked at me like. No, you looked at me like. Do you know who he is? And I'm like, yeah. yeah. I used to think he was so cute prior to all this that came out. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, he stood yeah. out to me because I thought he was attractive. It's my yeah. point. And
0: so, Kellen Winslow pretty, pretty did all this. did all these crazy things. Like, I'm say it, he was like a serial rapist. He was terrible, right? Like, yeah. he's gone forever now. But before this, he got caught jacking off in the parking lot of a Boston market. Let me tell you guys something. Is, as somebody, you know, who's experienced in the art. Oh, the art. You don't do it in the parking lot of a school. You don't do it in the parking lot of a Boston market. There's something wrong. And a lot of
2: these, I'm, I'm,
0: you don't. I don't know. And there's a lot of guys out here that are listening. Yeah, man. Not, 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 not at the Boston market, man. Not at the school. There's a lot of guys out there right now that know the people that are in the. They know. You don't do it there. It's just a shameful thing, anyway, and it shouldn't be. But there's times when you do it, and you just like. Man, what's wrong with me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's got, okay, that's got to be something. You get all like riled up for it. Yeah, it happens, and then immediately you feel bad about it because you get. It was not so worth
0: it. Sometimes you get like crazy fucking. Obviously, not sometimes. All the time, you get crazy clear, and you just your room looks a little messier. You look fatter. You're all. <sighs> You like Jesus Christ? I'm sick, and then you have to stop. And so, and so, and so this guy who was doing this—I just wonder what the. How could you in the car by school? These Republicans are sick.
1: Yeah, I can't even call it a. F- when you start, you you mentioned um, Winslow and then him, and I'm like, is it a fe- is it a fetish thing? But then that's Could a be. disgusting fetish when you want to do it by a school. You yeah. want people around, you want it in public. I don't I, I don't know.
0: I'll be uh, honest with you, the, the the Republicans don't do a good job. You got gates out there, it's sex trafficking, you know, you, you got Trump partying with Epstein, everybody did. But I'm saying like they got some real they it seemed like they want to protect the children so they can have them for themselves.
1: Yeah, starting the rumors about us, it definitely sounds like projecting. And may it also be known that Kaufman, although he has suspended his campaign, it's still too close to the election, so he's still on the ballot. And people also uh, did early voting. So very well may be elected.
0: Nah, man. Jack off Johnny can't win. Jack off Johnny, handy Andy. Handy, Andy Kaufman. What's his real name? I thought you were going to make a thing up with the
1: Kaufman, like Cock cock and Kaufman. What's his name? I don't know. Oh, he's Randy. Handy, Randy.
0: He's Randy. (laughs) Handy, Randy Kaufman. You can't can't win, bro. You're going to be jacking (laughs) off everywhere. That's not going to be the only, he going to, like, guys like that, he's going to jack off <laughs> in the committee chamber where everybody's gone. He's just going to be jacking off all over the place. We can't have this. He has no cooth about his masturbatory process. Interracial like, porn. You know, and then, so and then, and then that's so another specific. thing. They they want to, that's, they're so, it's so telling. Of course he would be on blacked.com. You know what I mean? Oh, like, of course, of course he would be on. Of course he would be on there. Got you know another, what I'm saying? Got another type of fetish, too. Got another type of fetish. He's just probably so mad he can't have Beyonce.
1: So honest, by the way. Interracial yeah. porn.
0: <laughs> interracial. It's like, what? First of all, what the fuck? That's crazy. Okay, guys, speaking of political stuff, we have Sherry Beasley, who's running for. A uh, run for a Senate seat in North Carolina on the show today.
1: This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. You could be doing anything this week, right? You've got work, errands, friends, and a whole lot of fun in between. And that's why the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the capable SUV that's built for your life with premium interiors, available wireless charging, and room for your whole cargo and crew. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the all-new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe.
0: You're going to go ahead and run that now, I think. Yeah, I think we need to. I think we should go ahead and run that now. It's a quick one with Cherry. She had 15 minutes, but she's in a very tight race with, what's his name, Tim Budd, um, <laughs> down there in North Carolina. I guess it's up there in North Carolina because it's the north of the south. Um, But she gave us some of her time. Uh, we hope that you learn a lot more about her. She's up next on higher learning. Okay, guys, there is a very tight race going on in North Carolina right now for the Senate seat that is up for grabs there. Sherry Beasley is facing off against Ted Budd um, for a <laughs> <laughs> for Senate seat in North Carolina. We told you guys we'd be giving you more of candidates we think that you need to hear from so that you're prepared for November, and we are delighted to have Sherry Beasley joining us today Her accolades are astounding. Chief Justice of the North Carolina Supreme Court from 2019 to 2020, uh, previously served on the North Carolina Court of Appeals, the first Black woman to win election to a statewide office in North Carolina without being appointed by a governor. Wow. Mm. Amazing. And in a very tough race, tight race right now. Sherry, how are you doing? Thank you for joining us today on Higher
3: Learning. It's great to see you, Van and Rachel. I'm really thankful for where we are in this race. You know, as you just mentioned, Van, I have served as a judge for uh, over two decades and served as the chief justice of the Supreme Court of North Carolina. And I've been in court almost every day uh, upholding uh, the Constitution and protecting the rule of law and making sure that laws apply equally to all folks. And what I know is that Washington has often failed people here in North Carolina, and I know it's time for that to change. We have an amazing opportunity here in North Carolina to elect a senator who is not all embroiled in the pettiness of partisan politics, who really gets uh, the kinds of issues that people are grappling with here in the state and who's prepared to fight hard for North Carolina.
0: So my first question for you, Sherry, is... What did your experience as uh, um as a judge on that side of the law? Rachel's dad is a is a is a federal judge. Okay, okay <laughs> the judge. What did your experience on that side of the law? Uh what did that do in terms of your political agenda and outlook? How did seeing that part of the justice system inform your beliefs into what you feel like North Carolina needs to be and what the United States needs to be?
3: Well, you know, I served in all of our state courts. Um, I was a family court judge and a juvenile court judge. I was a criminal law judge and, and civil law and served in our appellate courts. And um, people don 't come to court on their best days, and businesses don 't tend to come to court on their best days and I think it 's always really important to appreciate that um, that whatever brings folks to court, whether it is uh, families or communities or or whatever it is that uh, there has to be uh, humanity behind whatever's happening, and that as a judge, I always felt like the, like in addition to applying the law also understanding that the person or Business uh, before me uh, found itself in a situation that was truly difficult, not just for them, but for um, before their families and for communities around them. And so I just I just know that uh, for so many people, it, it matters um, that mm. humanity yeah. is a part of decision making, but also it matters in in the Senate, because we certainly want senators who understand that laws must be passed. That are grounded in humanity and that work for folks here in North Carolina.
1: Mm-hmm. I want to piggyback on on exactly what you just said. Um, we know that there are going to be a lot of issues, not just in the midterms, but also on the ballot in twenty twenty four. And wh- whoever takes that seat is going to have, you know, a, a long road ahead of them. Um, when it comes to the issues that are important to you, um, that you would would when it comes to the issues that you would be that would be on your plate as a senator, what are the most important issues to you?
3: You know, uh, we have a big state. We're the ninth largest in the nation. We're, about 100, uh, we're with a hundred counties and about a third of the people who live here earn less than $15 an hour. It's not at all uncommon for folks who live in rural communities to commute an hour uh, each way to work and Everywhere I travel and across our state, folks are are very concerned about rising costs. Uh, They're feeling everything Mm. from pain at the pump to the cost of prescription drugs and everything in between. And in the greatest country in the world, folks should not be struggling to figure out how to pay for groceries or school supplies or high-priced medications. And, And Congress really must act. I mean, people are having a hard time and 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 that really would be my priority. I mean, thankfully, I can walk and chew gum at the same time. And so that's yeah. one of the many issues that have to be addressed. Uh, I know it's important to fight to protect our constitutionally protected protect the right to uh, abortion for women. And I also know that the climate crisis is real. Folks need access to affordable health care. So many folks here in North Carolina are working two and three jobs to take care of their families. The issues are critical. And mm-hmm. folks want to know that their issues will make it to the floor of the Senate. And that's exactly what I'm I'm prepared to fight for.
0: What is the th- those problems are really pronounced right now for a lot of Americans because you're going to be representing North Carolina when you win, but you're also going to be voting on things that affect Americans from coast to coast. Those problems that you just outlawed are real. What answers do you? Have for either inflation or you know climate issues. Um, obviously <laughs> codifying Roe is slam dunk, and we should try to do that if we can get the numbers in the Senate. But right now, if you had the power to unilaterally do something, how would you attack inflation?
3: Well, you know, th- I think we have to realize that uh, the supply chain issue is the greatest factor in. Uh, in, in contributing to uh, inflation. Uh, but the other piece of this is Congress really does have the tools to, to act. And, and the other piece of this is we, uh, as Americans, pay more for medicine than any other country in the world. Congress can fix that. You know, Ugh. corporations are seeing record profits Uh, 70-year record profits, and using inflation as a cover to jack up prices on the things that we need. Congress can fix that. So the Senate really must act boldly to to change things for folks here in North Carolina and across the country. In terms of, of abortion, I mean, the reality is, the question is, who makes the decision? Is it a woman and her doctor, or is it politicians up in Washington? And I know that my opponent, Congressman Ted Budd, uh, has led the charge on an absolute ban for abortion without
4: exception,
3: yeah, without exception for rape, incest, or risk to a mother's health. And so for a woman who is sexually abused, I mean, it means that she has to go forward with that pregnancy. For a woman who has a te- an ectopic pregnancy or a septic uterus or a miscarriage that her body won't release... We don't always say it this way, but the treatment—the life-saving treatment—is an abortion. And if women don't have access, it means that women will die, which is absolutely unacceptable. And any time our freedoms are on the line, I will be fighting, and I will certainly fight very hard to make sure that Roe v.ersus Wade becomes the law of the land. Mm. Um,
1: we're not in North Carolina, so we definitely don't know all the—you know—where the race necessarily stands or what the. Uh, Particularly is happening in the stakes with boots on the ground, but it's
0: 44 46. We're in 40. striking distance, and I think she's gonna win anyway.
1: No, she's gonna win. And so, my question is how can we, we've got listeners all over, how can we help make this race go in favor of you? How can we, like Van said, striking distance? Yes, we are. What is it that our listeners need to know so they can not just act on it, but they can tell somebody else to do that?
3: You know, I hope wherever you are across the country that you will join Team Beasley. There are things you can do to help the campaign without ever leaving your home. We are phone banking. We have text banks. We are knocking doors. So we certainly would love to have you come here uh, to North Carolina. But if you go to SherryBeasley.com for more information about how you can be a part of our campaign, it is all hands on deck. And, you know, in North Carolina, judges, appellate judges run in contested statewide elections. I've had two successful ones before. I've been in tough fights before. I've never backed down, and I will not back down now. This is a critical election. I know we were all told that the 2020 election was the most important election of our lifetimes, but, you know, if my late mother were here, who was granted the right to vote because of the Voting Rights Act, she would tell us that every election is the most important election of our lifetimes, and I know that, that people of color and black folks and black and brown folks can ill afford to be on the sidelines when there are so many critical issues on the ballot. I mean, healthcare justice is on the ballot and education justice is on the ballot, environmental justice and climate change justice on the ballot. And all of these things are, uh, are dispar- dis- dispar- disparately impacting our communities we have to be out there. We have got to make sure that people feel a sense of empowerment around the vote. And the reality is folks would not be working so hard to take away the right to vote if Mm -hmm. it didn't matter. Absolutely. So I got one more for you, a
0: quick one. It's a good news, bad news question. North Carolina is, three cities in North Carolina rank in the top three for Black economic success. That is Charlotte, Durham, and Raleigh. That's something to be very proud of up there in North Carolina. However, uh, there are still statistics that say that black households in North Carolina on average make between fifteen dollars and $20,000 less than their white households. What would you do? What should we do to attack that figure to make sure that black families are not lagging behind white families in their search and their drive for the American dream?
3: You know, and, and that drive is is important. I mean, I certainly wouldn't be here without it. And and my grandparents came from Alabama and my grandparents both knew that they needed to leave Alabama so that our family would have a future and really strive for the American dream. You know, and, and there are opportunities. I think it's important to talk about what they are, but that's why it matters who your U.S. senator is because she must share your values She must share your priorities for opportunities that come to communities all across North Carolina. Uh, We need to make sure we're bringing good paying jobs uh, to everybody here in North Carolina. We are working hard to boost our manufacturing and tech uh, industries. There are a wealth of opportunities through uh, colleges and universities here, of course, but also through apprenticeship and vocational programs uh, that my opponent, Congressman Bud, voted against. certainly support these programs. Th- these are good earn while you learn programs. And they 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 match folks with great uh, employment opportunities with good companies uh, after they finish these programs. So part of it is just making sure that people have the information um, and that they're seizing these opportunities. But the other piece is that the opportunities have to be available. We also have to make sure that our Black farmers and Black small business owners have the support that they need uh, to to stay in business, to thrive and to grow, and those opportunities have to be made available to them as well. One, one quick, oh. oh,
1: can I? I'm sorry, I don't even know if we have time. One quick last question, if we have time. I think sometimes it's important to know what the other side. Or what you're fighting against to not happen in the state of uh, North Carolina. What would North Carolina look like if he does win? I think people need to know other than an abortion ban, a, a, an override abortion ban with no exceptions. What else is it that you're fighting against that wouldn't look wouldn't be there when you take the seat?
3: Well, you know, right now, abortion is legal in North Carolina. We have 100 counties. We're a big state. There are only nine of those counties, only nine out of 100 where a woman can get an abortion. And so we have women who are coming from Texas and Louisiana here uh, to get an abortion. It it is a frightening time. Uh, But we also know that if there is an absolute ban on abortion in North Carolina or anywhere else across this country, we know that women will die. And that's an absolutely unacceptable alternative to making to making uh, these uh, abortions available. And the reality is in an exam room with a woman and her doctor, there's no place in there for Congressman Bud to help make that decision. Hmm. Sherrybeasley.com
0: for Senator in North Carolina. Thank you so much for giving us some time. We wish you all the best on the race and we'll be checking back in with your team to make sure things are going smoothly. Thank you so much for joining us on higher learning.
3: Thank you, Rachel and Van. Thank you. Okay, Monique is back.
1: Monique's back.
0: Monique. Monique reposts Oprah Winfrey's biggest mistake was betraying Monique video. Says the video is worth a million to her. The actress and comedian, I guess it's just comedian, uh, (laughs) recently made amends with Lee Daniels, right? Her and Lee Daniels are cool. Yes. However... She still is not fucking with Oprah. Monique has had a lot of problems with a lot of different people in Hollywood. Uh, Lee Daniels. Oprah.
1: Recently, um, D.L. Hughley.
0: D.L. Hughley. Who are we missing? Um,
1: Steve Harvey and her kind of had a little spat. Steve
0: Harvey had a little spat. Uh, Will Packer. Oh, I don't know if I knew about that. Will Packer, Will Packer. By the way, I'm not saying that Monique is necessarily wrong or right I'm just saying that you know Monique, that's her sister's a fighter She'll fight you um, If she feels like she's right This is the audio from her talking about Oprah
2: Oprah Winfrey People are beginning to see you for who you are
3: Oprah is known for changing people's lives For the better <laughs>
0: But why is she accused of ruining actor Monique's life? How do you as
2: a
3: black woman watch another black woman be thrown under the bus based off of a lie? She trusted Oprah with her secrets. I shared my relationship with her about my mother. But then... I began to see commercials with my mother, with my brother.
1: Monique's older brother, Gerald, comes
0: clean of- I did inappropriately touch my sister.
2: He
3: abused you from the time you were... Seven.
2: Oprah Winfrey, What you did was malicious, and it was intentional, and it was ugly.
4: But after
3: Monique finally... Started- stood up for herself. She was attacked.
4: Started
0: getting labeled as difficult.
4: For eight
3: years, my family has suffered and my career has suffered.
0: Monique is in the media right
3: now.
2: Why don't you address it? Oh my gosh, it's impossible. You can't meet negative energy where it is. Oprah has disrespected victims many times in her career.
4: Is Monique going to be the one to finally take down Oprah? Oprah Winfrey. I'm never,
3: ever going to waver. Stop hiding. You know what you need to do. A lot of people say, how could you say that? Oprah is a human being. (laughs) You're laughing. Why
1: are you laughing? Is it how dramatic all of that was? Was that your first time listening to it?
0: (laughs) Oh my God, man. What the fuck are we doing, man? What the hell is happening? I just looked on the rundown. Is there a story on the rundown about people twerking in a cornfield in a in a cotton field? You yes. hadn't seen that? No, I haven't seen. What the fuck is happening? Like what? Like what? What? Did you hear how serious that audio was? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, hold on, real quick. Monique is accusing Oprah. Just look, let let's contextualize the the accusation here. It seems like for me from hearing that. Monique is accusing Oprah of platforming the family members that are responsible for her sexual abuse, then ruining Monique's career in Hollywood on purpose. Like, is that yes. what I'm, is that what I'm yes, to gather?
1: She's saying that she confided in Oprah about something that happened to her and Oprah turned around and made it a story, made it a headline. So it sounds like she did it without Monique's consent and then it sounds like Monique spoke out about it and then via Oprah she was blackballed in Hollywood from that. So that's what it sounds like she so this somebody created this whole compilation and Monique reposted it on social media and said if a picture's worth a thousand words this is worth a million or something like that.
0: Do you believe this, that Oprah did this to Monique? I'm just asking. I don't know. I really don't know.
1: I mean, I would hope that she's not lying. I mean, maybe there's a, maybe it's a miscommunication. Maybe Oprah thought, oh, you know, you want me to... I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is Monique's upset, Monique's hurt. She feels like she's been wrong. It is true that she was blackballed because Lee Daniels has come out and like, they've made up, and I think he admitted to her that that was the case.
0: Well, then uh, everybody's friends and by the way we have to get a hold on the term blackball if if somebody fucks over you right now I wouldn't hire them and I'm not saying that Monique like if somebody fucks it seems over you it's deeper
1: than that though with whatever I get it.
0: but but all of these people be going to Hawaii together like Tyler Perry, Monique, uh Lee Daniels, they chill and you know they chill and drink the blood of virgins together, so that they can further their media <laughs> empires. Just joking, with you guys. I fuck with all of you guys, but they, they, they chill. So if it couldn't it be more, I don't know if it's black. But look, Monique is a fantastic performer. Monique says she didn't work for
1: years, and and she is right. She won an Oscar. We saw That's her true? everywhere,
0: That's and true. then we saw her nowhere. Nowhere. She and and nowhere. really, but the only thing I would say to that is the only per, after that. After she won the Oscar, let me see when this movie came out.
1: Because let's be, Monique had a hit show, an Oscar-winning performance. Monique is the, selling out shows yeah, across yes. the country. Like this yes. woman was at the top of her game. Yeah. and then it was yeah. like, and I know, and and here's the thing: the whole narrative of people being difficult to work with. That's that's so many people in Hollywood. So you can't even uh-huh. say. That, oh, you know, she's she's difficult. I'm not saying she is. I'm just saying that's what some people say. A lot of people in Hollywood are difficult to work with. Right. And they continue to have success. So I would say, who knows what the truth really is? But it seems like there's some truth into what Monique's saying. If you just look at where her career was to where she's trying to get it back to.
0: So this is what, uh, the only thing that people would say is that after this happened, she did Almost Christmas in 2016. And what was Almost Christmas? Almost Christmas was the Will Packer movie. And then all of a sudden, you know, Will Packer cast her despite whatever blackball might have, And then she went at Will Packer. So a lot of people would think, and I'm not ready to, Monique is way too meaningful to my life. I've been watching Monique for a long time. But a lot of people just sometimes don't understand how she's always in the middle of something. But it could be that sometimes Monique is the only voice in the room that's not on the bullshit. Who knows?
1: The only time Monique rubbed me the wrong way is when she was talking about how people were dressed in airports. Other than that, yeah. uh, uh, other than that, I think there is some truth to what she's saying. How true? Who knows? we we'll never know. But yeah, I'm
0: looking at this right here, though, on, on some real shit. Precious is in 2009. She did She's done four movies since. After you win an Academy Award, that's fucking unheard of. And that's what of. she
1: was saying. And that's what she was saying.
0: That's fucking unheard of. I'll be honest with you. That's that's fucking unheard of. There's really no way to get around that if you're being yeah. real.
1: Yeah.
0: Young Jock. Should have had Jock on the show. Jock, you my nigga. I did, a, uh, I did a radio hit in Atlanta for years. Young Jock and the whole crew. Miss those guys. Jock, this an L, dog. It's not going to (laughs) happen. Young Jock accidentally sent $1,800 to Zell to the wrong person. I'm not saying that that's not a lot of money because it is. People was like, nigga, you can't do without $1,800. Nigga, can you do without $1,800? It's not that. That's not what matters. It's
1: $1,800 that was intended for somebody else. Somebody else was supposed to receive it. Somebody else needed it.
0: Yeah, now Jack almost out almost four grand. So here's the thing. Can you please return the 1800 that I mistakenly sent to your account via Zelle? I don't know you, nor do you know me. Please do the right thing. God has a bigger blessing.
4: <laughs>
2: God has said. a
0: bigger blessing for you. <laughs> the person apparently ignored young Jock. I know you've blocked my number and that's okay. I just need the $1,800 that was sent to your account. Uh, so then he put it on Twitter. He put it on Instagram for, for people to, to put pressure on a person to return the money. I, nigga, that's not happening, Jock. It's but like, like
1: <laughs> You made the mistake. I'm not saying that they're right for taking the money from you, but you made the mistake and then you're going to put their number on blast for everybody to see? This is not the way to go about it. You do have to take the L in this
0: case. They should send the money back.
1: They should, but this is not the answer.
0: I'm gonna be. I I used that money
1: to change my number. I changed my number. Get a new phone.
0: (laughs) You nigga, you didn't come up. You didn't come up. I don't know one person back in Baton Rouge who would give the money back. (laughs) Man, I
1: don't don't know. know. I, I don't know if I would. Originally, I would look at it. you talking about blessings. This was a blessing from God. That's what
0: everybody, y'all gotta, y'all gotta, everybody was, everybody on Shade Room was like, hey man, you blessed them. That's a blessing. Move That's on, blessing. take that out. Y'all, did I ever tell you the Christmas Eve story? I don't think so. I did tell you the Christmas Eve Christian story with my cousin and how he found the wallet. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I didn't know it was Christmas it's, Eve. Yeah, it's not a blessing if. It's like if it, you wait. So you think that that could be a blessing? You think it's a, I don't think it's a blessing. You don't know what that is. They're essentially stealing the money from young John. They're stealing the money.
1: What if that person, they don't know that at first, right? What if that person was just like on their last dollar and was like, I just need a sign? And then ding, the phone goes off. $1,800 is in your Bank of America account. What? You know, they could have immediately cut the lights back on. They could have immediately put food on the table. They yeah. could have immediately, you know what I mean? You do know.
0: You, know you know what my grandmother says, huh? Oh, what? The devil will bless you too. Young Jock said that them people had a bigger <laughs> blessing coming.
1: Well, that, that's- that would have made, made me. more fat. That would have pissed me off.
0: Now that would have made me. That would have pissed me off. You don't tell me about my blessings when I'm to up this eighteen hundred. So think about this. So whoever young Jock was trying to send the eighteen hundred to, either now they don't get the eighteen hundred, or young Jock has to send them another eighteen hundred. So young Jock is out thirty six hundred dollars if those people get their 1800 if not they don't get their 1800 somebody else plus that's probably in atlanta we know damn well that money going to the hookah lounge we know damn well that money going to r&b wednesday nights brian michael cox shout out to b cox in atlanta we know damn well that money going to the hookah lounge and and talk about blessing that money getting blessed right over the cheetahs if Follies was still open, it would go there. Listen, the it's
1: best. a very specific number. It's a, That's why I'm like, 1,800? That's so yeah. specific. I'm what? taking a few guesses as to who that was going to.
0: Who do you think <laughs> it was going to? What are you talking about?
1: Specific. It went 2,000, 1,000. I don't know. Was probably, he was probably paying somebody's bill.
0: What bill? I don't like- know. Oh, I thought you had some other knowledge. I thought, okay.
1: No, yeah. no, not like, I'm just saying.
0: All right, Donnie, could you do me a favor? Could you, I haven't seen this yet. Could you post in the chat this twerking video so that I could watch oh, it in yeah. real time? All right. Oh, the yeah. I, 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 saw, I, at, I
1: saw this a while back.
0: How, how long ago did you see it? Two Mississippi women go viral on TikTok. Maybe a couple of weeks in ago. The cotton field. Yeah, let's see. Let's see let me see here this is it oh, uh, TikTok if you Let me ask you this, though. Just real quick. Do we think that this never happened?
1: It's not that.
0: I'm just asking because like... I'm, what was the year so, they said? 1860? This 1860. Is, here's the yeah. difference.
1: I'm not saying that they didn't, you know, like as black people, we have learned to laugh was out and try there. to was smile all day. through our pain. I'm sure yeah. jokes were made. The difference is in 1860, they didn't have that long to get around and do that because somebody was coming through.
0: To so shut you mean that to shit tell down. me? You mean to tell me the overseers on their horse they see all of that ass because the lady was slightly gifted. Apologize, Kalika. Like if, if like they they like they they see all of that and they gonna stop them? Ah. Uh actually... Yes, for having I'm a good playing. time. Yes, Donna, give
1: yes. Donnie, me,
0: give, me give me the devil's advocate sound. Can you
4: dig it? <laughs> All
0: right, this is disgusting. I gotta be honest with you guys. Like, I, I'll try to play devil's advocate. It's just... It, you know, it's just anything... I, I understand that we're trying to be funny, and it's not the first time that people have made jokes about like... Slavery jokes. Slavery it's just like, jokes. we wanna... You we invite... Wanna, we don't, we don't want to talk about slavery as if it was a fun time. You know, th- th- were fun times had, I tried to play devil's advocate, guys. I couldn't. I tried to give you guys what you want. I <laughs> um, this is not this. Come on, guys. We're, we're going to lose.
1: It always comes back to the invitation. You allow other people to be lax. that shouldn't be. We shouldn't be, but especially shouldn't be about the situation. I mean, you look at the comments. You have white people saying, "I shouldn't. I, should, I know I shouldn't be laughing, but I watched it so many times. You desensitize people to it." And I get social media is fun, and you want to joke and stuff, but you didn't have to do that one.
0: See, that's where I disagree, though. I don't think that okay. how white people feel about it should factor into it. Like, why I think like, you it, desensitize people to to make
1: jokes about slavery.
0: I why do. do we why do we always have to worry about what white people are
1: gonna say? It's not worrying about out. it's not it's not worrying about what white people are gonna say. It's acknowledging that's that's a natural thing to happen. Oh, they talked about it. Put put any kind of context. Oh, she's a woman, she made fun of this. That gives me permission to laugh at that as a man. Like it happens all the time with stuff like this. It's not considering what white people will do, it is what actually happens.
0: I think I think that's a little Stephen A. Smithish of you
1: say keep keep going,
0: <laughs> no, I get what you're saying, but it's not about how it makes them feel. it's about how it makes us feel.
1: Do you not see how that's all wrapped up into it? I'm saying really. to see I'm saying to see people it's one thing if like you know what if if somebody showed me that behind closed doors and not in public, I could see like the joke in it, right? I'd be like, that's, that's fucked up, but like that's not, but then you publicize it, right? So now you open everybody else up to talk about it. People who shouldn't be smiling or laughing or seeing this kind of joke about slavery. It does make me feel a certain way to see other people enjoying this type of content. I don't think wow. anybody should. So that's why it does indirectly affect me is the point.
0: When I say I joke, get I, I understand what you're saying and I think that in the grand scheme of things what you're saying is, is, is probably very very full of merit but this is my thing My thing is I think sometimes we have inter-community conversations with white people and I think it only strengthens their hold on us so even if this person was dead wrong and they are whoever this person is, it's got 109 million likes. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, but like, one TikToker commented that the video has set the community back three centuries. Um, <laughs> I mean, you niggas don't have any respect for yourselves. That's been proven. But, <clears throat> but I'm just saying, sometimes I feel like who gives a fuck what white people think? Like, not even who gives what they think. We should be able to set a standard Give you an example. The producers, the show. In the producers, the show, they do a pro- the they do a play called Springtime for Hitler, right? And in that Springtime for Hitler thing, there's all these funny jokes around the Holocaust. Mel Mel uh uh Mel Brooks made that, right? Mm, and Mel Brooks okay. made the producers, which he was trying to make the worst play ever, and then he ends up making a play that everybody likes, whatever. Mel Brooks made that. It's a big joke. Springtime for Hitler in the in the in the whole deal. OK, I, what I, I don't think that anybody thought or I don't think that people necessarily think that it's OK to make fun or make light of the Holocaust because a Jewish guy did it in his play. Because I think they take the Holocaust seriously, rather whether or not Jewish people take it seriously or not. We know that they do, and it was a very terrible thing that happened. I think that they, I think that at times, they look to us as they say, hey, like it shouldn't take black people being upstanding about slavery for white people to feel bad about it. It shouldn't take I black people. I agree with that. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I just don't think that's what I was saying, but I agree with what you're saying. I'm not saying that that's what you were saying. Okay, don't turn on me. I know yeah. you I know. I know who this anger is really, really <laughs> directed to. All right. Uh, animal agent story: Woman released bees on deputies serving eviction notice. The deputies arrived at a 1.5 million dollar home of homeowner Alton King. And (laughs) she went to the back of the trailer and started shaking beehives to let the bees out. I got to tell a story. Uh, Okay. (laughs) She put a beekeeper suit on and began letting more bees out. This is fucking amazing. Some of the bee people were stung. She tried to pull a Thomas J on all of these guys.
1: Oh my God.
0: She did. You can't refer to it as
1: pulling a Thomas J. She did.
0: She tried to pull a Thomas J. on these guys.
1: I do understand.
0: Yeah, she tried to pull a Thomas J. on these guys. She didn't know, like she didn't know what was going to happen to him. By the way, why did he have to die? Like, why did Thomas J. have to die? That movie. I
1: can't talk. I literally think that's the first movie I've ever cried in. I can't talk about that movie. They never wanted us to see it again.
0: It, we, I was in class one time and they were talking about the movie, I hadn't seen it yet and they go, yeah, you know it's very sad at the end, I was like what could be sad about it, it was like a, "What's another white girl getting older, they always make movies about white girls growing up like it's another white girl getting older and it's like no, the bees, you'd have to see it and I went and saw this shit, I'm like, no, why, no man why am I looking at this I don't have enough <laughs> fucking problems this is deep why, why the fuck am I looking at this? Like, it's it just, just trauma is <laughs> the bees that bit up fucking Thomas. Just, man, rest in peace to my nigga. Um, oh, gosh. I could be more on this woman's side. <laughs> this lady, this is in Longmeadow, Massachusetts. You know, they were trying to take her home.
1: No, it wasn't her home. It was somebody else's home. We don't Wait. know how this woman was affiliated with oh, Alton
0: hold on hold on that's even better you don't even understand <laughs> this woman is a fucking avenger this is b woman i want to Do, donnie finder does okay. it change <laughs> does,
1: does it change mm. your mind at we'll, we'll start looking up at the local precincts because uh-huh. she's been arrested but Damn. does it bother you at all that some of the officers said hey we're allergic and she said good
0: yeah, no, fuck no, B no uh, no, not at all. Because B woman's secret, that's she's even more powerful. Like she's even more powerful. She she put on a do you gotta understand she put on a superhero costume? She got in the beekeeper's costume. And she he put it to, on co- to
1: possibly kill
0: people. She was trying to save a man's
1: uh, <laughs> uh, uh, only you would see it that way.
0: Yeah. Well, shout out to she's
1: her. An this is Shout out to
0: her. First and nobody all, was
1: nobody. Everybody seems to be okay. By the way, yes, people are allergic. Everybody seems man, to be okay.
0: St- stop sending the police to take people's houses, man. B woman, B woman needs to pop up everywhere. B woman, I want to see B woman everywhere. I want to see B woman with like a a bulletproof hive on like she wearing it in her beekeeper's uniform. She put the beekeeper's uniform on. She got in formation. Fuck, man. All right. Donnie mail back. Let's go mail back time. Time to read your letters and then we'll reply to them. Oh, it's mail back time. Write us with your queries and we'll chime in. All right.
2: Uh, so majority of these are Halloween related. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with those first. Um, First one is from Katie Knott's photo on Instagram. She asks, what's your favorite Halloween movie?
1: So, like, scary movie.
2: Not necessarily scary. There's some non-scary Halloween movies. Halloween Town. Like, the Focus movie has Focus. to be
1: themed Halloween? Okay, it's like a themed Halloween, not just a scary yeah. movie, I guess is my question. Right, yeah. But,
0: um... I don't think I have a favorite... <laughs> Halloween. That's why that's why I said is it does they mean scary movie? Is The Monster Squad a Halloween movie? You guys ever seen The Monster Squad? No. I guess I would have to say hocus pocus. I like hocus pocus, but hocus pocus is a little bit overrated. You know? It's like I like You didn't see the sequel. If we're doing if we're doing witch movies, I prefer practical magic. <laughs> I didn't see it. Yeah, I, I like Practical Magic. You know, Hocus Pocus is cool. It's it's it's. Good. But I like The Monster Squad. The Monster Squad is a movie from the eighties where these kids have to fight monsters. And because all the classic monsters come back, I don't think it's in the. I don't think it's in the. Uh, I don't think it's in, it happens at Halloween though. But I'm not much on Halloween movies.
1: I know. I'm trying to think. I mean, that's what as Halloween. What's the best Halloween? How many of you? How many of them have you seen?
0: I've seen them all. Did you the see the last Halloween? one? Uh yeah. The, I like the Halloween with LL Cool J in it. It was Buster Rhymes in it? One of those guys. I think no There's Busta, two separate ones.
1: Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes was definitely yeah, in it. I saw that one. Kung Fu. I don't yeah. think
0: I saw the one with LL. Hmm. I don't know, man. I like this this is kind of this question was kind of whack. I'm not gonna lie. No. <laughs> you,
1: go ahead, Donnie. Donnie, go to the
0: next one. Appreciate
2: you, Katie Knott's photo. All right, uh, the next one is from Sabo333Sabo on Reddit. Do you like pumpkin spice flavored food or
0: drink?
1: Donnie, next question. Now, y'all know we don't. Black folks don't do pumpkin. All that
0: pumpkin ass shit. That fucking shit out of my face. I want to answer a question that I've been getting on Instagram and on Twitter. And it's about a very specific ad read that I do for Philadelphia cream cheese. Okay. You motherfuckers won't let me have my own life. Rachel, let me tell you what happened. And my sister, Ebony can attest to this. We went to visit my auntie Gail in Minnesota. The same time we went up to Grand Marais, Minnesota, the same time we went up to Thunder Bay, Ontario. Ontario. We went to visit my Auntie Gail in Minnesota. And when we went up there, my Auntie Gail fed us bagels for breakfast. I had never had a bagel in my fucking life. That makes sense. This is real. I had never had a bagel. She took yeah. the fucking bagel. The bagel had fucking raisins or something she didn't. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of fucking sweet. But at the same time, this is fucking like savory we had fucking salmon flavored cream cheese we had all different types of cream cheese we ate summer sausage for the first time which i had never had before and i continued to eat all the way up until my body gave out from eating rich foods that story is true and i'm so fucking sick Do you know how many people hit me up on the fucking instagram like that philadelphia cream cheese story cannot be true what the fuck is wrong with y'all
1: well, it's man, definitely true. Fan, let's what? not act like you haven't told a couple of fables around here. Okay, you do. Give me tell, one. Give me one. Um,
0: Give me an example the,
1: of a fable. What was the thing he said? He told me where he he was really just talking, Donnie, and oh, he was talking about NFTs. NFTs. Or or <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, Wait,
1: you tell snowball, snowball, The origins, okay. snowball. Okay. Okay. So, in, okay. In, in their defense. It is, you have to question, is he telling the truth? But you're obviously not an OG thought lawyer because you have told us before about you going to Minnesota when I was talking about being in the Upper Peninsula. You might not have talked about Auntie Gail, but you did talk about that trip, traveling through that time. We went up there. And you talked about Mississippi, like going across Mississippi. You told us, you talked about that.
0: My little cousin Jasmine, who was a beautiful young woman, was a baby, right? And we went up there. And God damn it, I had bagels for the first time. And it was cream cheese that was on the bagel. And if you're going to buy cream cheese, what kind of cream cheese are you going to get? It was Philadelphia cream cheese. That's a real story. Why y'all got to do everything to me? Like, what the fuck? You brought this one
1: on yourself.
0: How? The fables, the fables, the the
1: fables. Jesus we should we curse. should have a sound when it, when he gets into story time. When he's like, Can I tell a story? Let's have like a little bedtime music sound. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. What how do people decide that an ad is a lie? Like, why would that even be a thing though Why would why would people be trying to poke holes in me to the degree that the ad is not that the ad can't be true? I can't Maybe tell Maybe you're, you're just a good
1: storyteller. You're just a good storyteller. Take it as a compliment.
0: I got you, Rachel. Uh, give me one more, Donnie. Give us a good question because this Halloween themed shit is fucked.
2: All right. Uh, there's one more Halloween question that's in the rundown, and then there's another wow. one that I forgot to put in. That's not do in the do the rundown. forgotten one. Do the forgotten okay. one. Okay, okay. That one is from Confection Same 8256 on Reddit. They ask, How do you feel about dogs in Halloween costumes? And are you gonna dress your dogs up for Halloween?
4: So
0: Man? Today is the day If you're listening to this on Friday That Bozerly Wozerly The Wonder Pup of Dogs Loses his nuts
2: <gasps> oh.
1: Kalik Did send me a picture today of Bozeman I didn't, I didn't know why <laughs> I didn't know why she sent it Bozerly
0: Wozerly the wonder Pup of Dogs Loses his nuts today So this is very close to the hardest Aww. We're all thinking about Wozerly Wabbit And um uh, Wabbit and the rest of these things oh um the answer is no I do not like costumes on dogs
3: I don't Why? like costumes
0: because it stresses the dog out dogs don't like it that's not and true science let's look it up right now Sci- science it depends Don, Donnie, what the
1: co- it depends what Donnie, the costume look is
0: it Donnie, depends, look it up
1: I used to dress copper up all the time I bet you did and I don't anymore. But to answer your question, whoever answered this, and I'm sorry, I don't remember the name. I do dress up my dogs. Um, Copper will be Simba. And he has a cute little mane. Yeah. And Brownie will be Chucky.
0: Chucky? That's a good costume. <laughs> I oh, now costumes. it's a good costume.
1: Now I a don't good like... Costume.
0: No, it's a good costume. Donnie, does it stress dogs out to dress them up in costumes? Could you please give me some data on that?
2: Uh, apparently, it depends on the dog. Dogs are like yeah. people; they got different personalities. Some dogs are more stressed out by things on their bodies or loud noises, and other dogs aren't. So, just depends.
0: That's bullshit. <laughs> but I think it I depends th- what the costume is. I do think it's cute. All right, do you have an expected ally of the week? No. <laughs> Sorry. Do you? Have you have you been keeping up with all the Kanye media tour and white media?
1: Yes. For the most part, yes. Have I Chris watched Cuomo? every single thing? Chris Cuomo, Pierce Morgan.
0: All right, I think the unexpected ally of the week is the white media, because now we know just how much they don't give a fuck. We've always known that they don't give a fuck. But I think... Um, a lot of black media has stepped back from platforming Kanye West. I know he's reached out to a couple of places, but uh, white media is still willing to sink their teeth into the necks of black people's pain and suck like vampires in order to have a spectacle on air. We always knew who you were. We see you now. Shame on you. All right. Uh, Couldn't agree th- more. Take the caps off. Take the caps off, but do not stop learning. I am Van Lathan Jr.
1: And I'm Rachel and Lindsay. Bye, guys.